0: And this episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop. Purveyors of highly sought after 100% Australian non-crossbred Waivara nine plus briskets. And as always, handpicked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing in the finest meats for the past 15 years and is run by the father and son team of Kevin and Jordan Green. Every week they are shipping out competition quality meats to many of the biggest names on the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, Teams who use the Butcher Shop win, and they win often. Not a competitor but still have an eye for the finer cuts? Great news. The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged, Australian Wagyu, and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of the cul-de-sac. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock, and again, always handpicked for you. Now you might be saying, John, all this sounds great, but what about that exotic stuff? Well, rest easy knowing the butcher shop will get you your next elk steak or camel roast out promptly. Yeah, camel. Let's review. The best competition briskets. Check. The best pork selection. Check. Giving you a better overall option to cook at home. Check. Give the butcher shop a call today. 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. Mention the Barbecue Central Show for 10% off your entire order each and every time. You can also interact with them on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australian non-crossbred Wylara 9 Plus briskets. And what's going on in today's show? Let me tell you, there was no Jack this year. Doesn't mean we can't talk a little Jack. Here we go with Darren Worth and Greg Rempe talking a little Jack Daniels from October 28, 2013.
1: All right. Last weekend, one of the most sought-after contests took place, went down, came off, whatever adjective you like to describe it. And coming out ahead of all others, none other than Iowa's own Smokey D's pitmaster, Darren Worth, who happens to join me here on the show as well. Uh, Darren, how are you, buddy? I'm great. How are you? Great. I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Darren. Appreciate you asking and of course making time for the show. Um are like are you on your way back from uh from the Jack Daniels? Are you already back? What's your uh logistics scene like?
2: Uh, no, we're already back, and the uh, meat is already trimmed, and on my way to Arizona tomorrow to be in Laughlin, Nevada by Thursday. Oh,
1: wow, so you are going to be uh, taking part in that, I guess, what is going to be a fairly substantial uh, laughlin size contest as well, right?
2: Yeah, I'm not even sure how many teams are there, but... You know, it goes that if I don't keep cooking, I've, I've got a honeydew list that's probably going to catch up to me, so I'm just going to keep
1: cooking. So you just plan on cooking for the next 30 years? Because I imagine if it's that big now, if you stop, it might never end. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> Darren Worth, Iowa Smoky D's joining me here on the show. All right, Darren, so let's go ahead and uh, take a look back at this past weekend. Uh, the Jack Daniels is obviously one of the Uh, more interesting competitions for a number of different reasons. And it seems to be uh, one of the three or four big competitions that, you know, not only do every team want to try and win every year. That was horrible English. I apologize. But uh, this seems to be one that a team would like to win before they hang it up or or put out the fires or whatever uh, phrase you want to say. So uh, coming down with the grand championship, for the Jack Daniels this year, uh, I guess as a team and you've been doing this for a long time, this isn't something that, you know, you've been doing for one or two years and, and now all of a sudden you've won the Jack. I mean, you've been at this competition thing for uh, a number of years now, been very successful over a long period of time. So what does winning the Jack, I guess, mean to Iowa Smokey D's to you and, and to Sherry?
2: Well, I mean, it's it's just crazy. It's just another notch in the bucket list. You know, I mean, we've, you know over the last 12 months i've you know with winning the royal and winning the kingsford invitational and now winning the jack you know i kind of feel like i've won the super bowl the world series and the masters
1: it's kind of like uh, the the iowa Smoky D's grand slam right
2: the grand slam the trifecta
1: yep. um so if we look back at the contest itself this past weekend uh, how did you find uh, the well let me ask you this question how many times have you competed in the jack so far
2: We actually competed five of our first six years of the Jack. Uh, We've been competing for 12 years now. So we competed five of the first six years. We had one year in there, I think 2008, we didn't get a draw. And then we haven't gotten a draw, even though we've had five and six wins um, for the last five years. So, you know, we haven't been there in five years. So we were kind of excited to get back.
1: Is there anything to the mindset, uh, you know, when you have a drought or a, a draw drought, uh, whether you're not winning the, the seven in a row to automatically qualify or to have the number of wins that you have but still not get the bung pulled uh, to go down for that particular year, to have a, a gap of time? Does it uh, renew any vigor uh, to get down there and try and win? Where, you know, I mean, you had guys like uh, Chris Hart and Myron Mixon that won uh, 10, 11, 12 years in a row, what have you, and it's like, jeez, I'm here again. At some point you're like, wow, I've made it five or six times in a row. And then all of a sudden you're like, man, this is like my ninth or 10th year. I'm excited, but is it going to happen? Does having a break help you mentally at all? Think that you're going to be able to, to, to get over the hump and pull off a victory?
2: Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it put me in any, in any different mental state of mind. You know, it was one of those things that You know, the worst day of your life is when you don't get drawn for the Jack, you know, and that went on for a few years when you kind of became numb to it, you know, and and it's just, it's just, you've got to be lucky to get into that contest. So, you know, I mean, it's not about necessarily winning the Jack, it's about even getting to go. Um, It's special in its own way. You know, I mean, if you put it up to, you've got the American Royal, uh, the Open and the Invitational, which to me are... You know you got a lot lot more competition there because every champion can go there um whereas the jack you had a lot of a lot of good teams sitting at home.
1: You've been a number of times you've done everything there is to do, probably down there, learned lessons along the way, uh, aside from the barbecue competition when you get down to Lynchburg, what are some of your favorite things to do uh, to enjoy your time there?
2: You know we really like you said, we've been there enough times that um, when you pull into the holler the first time, it's so special, and you just have to you have to take everything in. You know, our good friends David and Celeste from Blue Bloods—they were there for the first time, and we kind of watched through their eyes as they're going through and doing Miss Mary Bobos and doing the distillery tour and buying every T-shirt and knick-knack and every barrelhead and getting them signed and everything going along with getting to the Jack. Since we've been there, done that. Uh, we did have a nice lunch at uh Miss Mary Bobo's with Tuffy Stone and a bunch of other good folks um on Thursday. But other than that, we didn't do a lot. We were we were there to barbecue.
1: Getting to the jack once, as you know, uh, could lead to maybe never even getting back to the jack at all. So, as a team, and, and maybe for the teams, I mean, you know, as Sterling Ball has uh, said on any number of occasions on this show, you know, the, the vast majority of competitors out there aren't doing 25, 35, 40 competitions a year. They're doing you know, 5 or 10, uh, some maybe in 15 to 20, but maybe no more than that. So their opportunity to get to the Jack might not be, uh, or you might not have as many chances, I guess you'd say, on a year-to-year basis. So if you make it down there, is it almost like you have to run that risk of taking it all in because you might not get back there again? Uh, or should you make that definitive decision going down that hey it's my first time and i'm just going to go to win and and I'll kind of hold off all that other stuff to the side that I hear about or uh vice versa say hey I want to take the whole experience in if I do well I do well but that's not going to be the the motivating factor uh for me to enjoy this weekend how do you how do you see that and how can you balance that
0: Can't say Darren doesn't know Jack he knows Jack and I hope the Jack comes back Let me rephrase that I'm looking forward to when the Jack is back Want to hear the rest of this show? You know it's over at TheBBQCentralShow.com. Link in the show notes. Check it out. While you're over on the internets, hey, the holidays are coming up. Think about getting you some quality meat products from The Butcher Shop. Facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. Mention The Barbecue Central Show. 10% off your entire order. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time on The Best Moments of The Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host,
1: John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again soon.